Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Ethan. Hey. And Ricardo. Eh. And I'm not going to do the same bit we did before. Laurentius is also hey. here. <laughs> What's up? Good. I, nothing. <laughs> good is up. Good is up. Good. Nothing. Good. I, nothing. How, how are good. you? We're all fine. Boring conversation anyway. Good. Listen, Shoot my microphone. It I'm not going to pretend like we didn't try to do a beginning already. And maybe... At least uh, it was just the beginning. Yeah, at least it was not 20, 30, 50 minutes into the podcast, yeah. which it could have been It could have been a lot worse. There's still time. Yeah, well... <laughs> Anything can happen. Yeah. Please, before you start a podcast at home, check all your recording devices. Make it's sure they are functional. To do. Um... Yeah, so I'm I, I'm I'm like normally like beer, but we don't have a beer. There's no beer this week. Don't do the beer no more. I mean, I'm drinking a beer just yeah. to keep the spirit. Just 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 to keep yourself going. This and it's not because I have what... a problem. It's because I'm trying to contribute to the podcast. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I uh, I have a bunch of uh, snap peas in front of me, so it's like the opposite of beer. Snap peas. Yeah. Like I've cooked some snap peas. They're kind of old, though, so I'm kind of, like, questioning if I should eat them or not. I'm tasting them. They taste fine, but they look kind of not eh, as green as they used to be. But They I don't taste know. fine. I've got Sour Patch Kids. Well, then. You what? should be fine. How okay. old are the Sour Patch Kids? Are they Sour Patch teenagers at this point? Hey. No. <laughs> They're, like, Sour Patch, like, third graders. Got it. Uh, the most tender of all. <laughs> oh, so yes. they're the most innocent. Yeah, I don't know if I eat like their them. souls. I don't know if I where this is going. I'm putting these sour patch kids away. I've moved them off the table now. They're they're gone. I'm just uh, noticing now this beer that I'm drinking uh, has like a suggestion of how you're supposed to serve it, and I'm just drinking it out of the bottle. It's oh. For old times' sake, what, what what are you drinking? It's Whole Garden. You know. Oh. Uh. Hogarden's pretty good. So it's like, yeah. why don't you like Hogarden? I just don't. I don't like them light wheat Belgians? beers. The, the, the Belgians. Belgian you don't like Belgians? Nah. Yeah. I tried another one this weekend because uh, I I said I wasn't gonna have any more beer, but you know it was a kind of special occasion. My brother graduated. It's a kind of special occasion, so I was like, all right, I'll have one beer. And I'm like, well, there's a bunch of IPAs in here that are really strong, and I haven't had beer in a while, and this is a lighter beer. I'll have that. And and I was like, man, this I just don't like this taste. This doesn't taste this good. Mm. I just this, yeah. This is a question for you beer people. It's like out sweet. There. It's like almost weirdly weirdly those sweet. Belgians but not so damn evil. But not like a fruity beer. It's like sweet and like this weird like bitter sweet kind of. I don't know. It's hard I, for me I to have describe. a question. Does I do IPAs give you guys heartburn now? Like no. after now you drink you, a couple, now you're getting older. Yeah. Uh, I have that happen, but it depends on what I've all, it, it does depend on what I've been eating and or drinking. And I also mm-hmm. don't drink IPAs that often. So yeah, I feel like if I have two in a row, it's like the next day I'm going to feel like, unless I eat like really healthy around there, which, you know, you're drinking beer, probably not. Um, you know, I, I feel like I get heartburn and it sucks, man. 
Sucks. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever really experienced heartburn or like acid reflux, no matter like what I eat uh, or drink. So like I it, didn't I didn't used to me. until like so the last lucky. Yeah, I didn't used to until like the last like three or four years. I feel like it's always the day after two eats and I'll give you that. Like if I've, if I've, if I've ever been drunk, like the worst hangover type stuff that I have I haven't luckily never like vomited my guts out, but I have like just had like massive all day long heartburn slash you know acid acid reflux which is just yeah, like I almost, not I almost comfortable feel like throwing up the night before is a better move at this point <laughs> unfortunately <Better move. laughs> where, do like, where, where do you see yourself in five years heartburn or throwing up well, you know, I mean it's, throwing, it's like it's better <laughs> throwing it's a better strat better. you know it's, it's like oh you want to like process all that stuff or just like be like nah I don't want this get it out, get of, it out of here it's gone <laughs> let's just not let's just not deal with this let's not go through the headache I think it's because I have the Latin blood in me. Maybe it does not let me have the heartburn because yeah. my blood so spicy. You're so passionate and spicy. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll get heartburn. You I don't. Wait. I don't nah. get that bad. My heartburn's not that strong. Laurentius, do you ever get like from my PAs? Not from. I like again. I I have to like. I'd have to like be like really like drinking a lot and eating like a ton of heartburny type foods as well. Onion rings. Uh, yeah, I'd say not from the drink itself, but from the food that I'm eating. Yeah, usually it's the food for me. And if I, it, especially worse if I like haven't eaten in a while and I have an empty stomach, and then I like dump a bunch of like garbage <laughs> into my stomach. Yeah. yeah, that would do it. Almost like that's a symptom. That's a, that's a way you can get heartburn. That's almost like your body's like, "Hey, bro, before. maybe you shouldn't eat this." Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like it's you too late, body. You. I already ate it. You can't ah, tell me after stop. the fact don't anymore. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about video games. Things that we don't eat on this on this podcast. Some people eat them. Some people put video games in their mouths. We're not gonna talk about those people. I do have switch cartridges at my disposal now. Cooking just, yeah. mama. Um, have you guys seen that YouTube channel, Cooking with Cooking Mama? Where he, no, like, I have not. He he's a guy who doesn't. I mean, he like he's not, not like an idiot, but he's like I don't know how to cook, and I'm gonna try and cook things based entirely off of <laughs> the Cooking, <laughs> Mama, Cooking Mama. Re- the Cooking Mama recipes for these. Uh, I'm sure it does not turn out well. It actually, you know, it seems like it's like a fit about a fifty fifty. Yeah, Sometimes there's there's, there's some where it's like, oh yeah, this this tastes fine. And <laughs> this is fine. It's like this is like this is not good. It never looks as good as Mama's. Mama's Mama's always looks better. Cooking Mama was always a very unforgiving uh, mini game mom. collection. She never loved you that much. Unforgiving <laughs> like, mom. Every time you mess up, she was just like, Ugh. And <laughs> this, "This was just like your father." This fucking kid. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean never like go up with anything. I mean like those games you had to do absolutely perfect on everything if you wanted to like get the like get any kind of good score or like any kind of good unlock any more content in those games it's very tough very tough it's, it's a tough life uh, yeah all right let's let's talk about the actual real games we've been playing we haven't been playing uh, uh mom i don't think yet, so I'm going to assume that we have it. It's not in this list. Uh, I will say I've played Nier, more Nier, finished 
ending B, working on endings uh, C and D, which I believe are kind of like done at the same time. Okay. Uh, that game's that game's so cool. I like it. Uh, the, the, when you start the third play, the, I'll say this: that like the third playthrough isn't really like a third playthrough through the game. It, it just is like a different thing at that point. Oh, it's okay. completely different. Yeah, it's completely different. And uh, man, it starts out on a real crazy foot. Crazy. I like crazy feet, but it must. It, it's uh, but it's not gonna really. It's not really gonna mean anything unless you guys play it. So I won't talk <laughs> any more about it. <laughs> I'll just say that it's. I just say that like the way the normal game winds down is like okay, cool, and then the second, the second part of it kind of takes place after, like immediately after that, and then like things pop off immediately again. It's like oh crap. This is like the second half of an anime where you thought they beat the boss already, but nope. There's another. There's more. There's more stuff to do. See, my my like, I want to play that game, but these days I just can't dedicate that much time to a game. Like, I have to pick and choose which games I'm gonna dedicate time to, and it's like Persona 5's already out, and I still have, like, Yakuza 0. Well, yeah, I mean... Course Injustice comes out t- tomorrow as of this recording, so it's just like... So yeah. what... So... You're talking about, like, Persona, though, it's like a 100-plus hour game. This is not nearly that. Okay, so, like, like if, you're if, on... If you, if you want to play, like, Bioshock Infinite and, like, do and, like, find all the stuff, you'd be spending as much time as you would with this game. Well, that's not too oh, bad, okay. Not maybe terrible. not Bioshock Infinite. Maybe, maybe like, Bioshock... I never beat Bioshock! Uh, neither did I. But I think that, <laughs> but I, that I is a travesty. Was, I think that what I saw was longer. Uh, I don't know. I yeah, I would say like yeah, like if you like like a Nathan Drake game is about as long as this game is. <laughs> Not an Uncharted game, a Nathan Drake game. Nathan Drake game. <laughs> like Nathan Drake. Because uh, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Drake. Drake's Civilization is my favorite. <laughs> uh, Nathan, Nathan Drake. Nathan Drake and Josh. <laughs> Uh, Hug me, yes. brother. Anyway, you were saying because time is a time is time is a valuable. Essence. Time is valuable. I understand exactly what you're saying. Yes, there are a lot of side quests in this game. You don't have to do very many of them. But and the multiple sec- playthroughs, man. Um, no, but on this on my second playthrough, I just went through the story and I was done with it in like less than five hours. Like hmm. not even not even That's that not bad probably. At all. Yeah. And would you say the story <laughs> is compelling the whole time or? Uh, I, it has its highs and lows. I would say that if you're going straight to the story, it's comp- it's it's fairly compelling. Yeah, um, the the side quests are like I, I I'm really annoyed with the side quests because I actually like wanted to do more of them, but it's really hard to tell if you're getting a good side quest or not. Like, there's some of them that are actually like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting and fleshes out the world a little bit more. And there's some where it's like, go here and collect this thing and then come back, and then like nothing else really happens. And there's some hmm. that's like race this person and i'm like i don't want to race this game is terrible platforming <laughs> oh i thought you said <laughs> racist person like... <laughs> there's racist people no it's just yeah so there's the i mean like you but like you can take that or leave it as you need to like i i the the, the main story uh missions are like pretty straightforward and the let them, and the enemies seem to pretty much pretty much always scale to you like i don't think you'd ever really have too much of a problem 
if you like rushed through it you wouldn't be like that far behind in levels or anything like that okay um so yeah i mean like it's really not that bad it's it's i don't want to make this seem like a giant rpg or anything like that it's just um it's it's definitely less linear than like a bayonetta or like a um, metal gear rising um and it's not nearly as crazy as those games are but it's got a cool story and it is uh it doesn't involve the giant the most giant time commitment all right are there giant robots there are giant robots. There are giant mm. robots that are like oil rigs that are robots. Oh and you fight goodness. and you fight them and you are an anime girl in a dress and you fight the giant robot that's an oil rig. That's pretty cool. So it is Metal Gear Rising. Is <laughs> yeah, there's a little <laughs> bit of that. Well, you do have an anime sword that cuts through metal. So There you go. That and also the the way it works is it just like floats behind her. It doesn't actually like She's not like she doesn't have like a hilt or a um a scabbard for it or anything like that. It's just like on her back floating with this like cybernetic halo ring holding it. Oh, aloft. okay. So it's it's actually has like lore as to why it floats. Yeah, as to why it's it's not just like attached to her back. It actually has like it actually has like a, a thing holding it in place. Cool. Floats. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I need to play this game, and I have been saying it since you bought it, and I've just haven't gotten around <laughs> to it. It's yeah. I mean, like yeah, like. I'm interested. I want someone else to play because I want someone else to talk to, talk about it with because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I feel like the internet's really hyped this game up a lot, uh, and I don't want to be the person just like adding to the hype. I want to like actually have a, a cool conversation with someone about it because uh, it's good. I like it a lot, and I want. But I want to see where it's going because I'm on the I'm on the part where it gets like the real. We're getting to the real stuff now in the third, the third. Like I would say chapters is what I would really call them instead of endings. You got chapter okay. one, chapter two, and then this is this is where the chapter three is where it's going to be like the quote unquote true ending, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. So, hmm. uh, you should play it so I can talk about it with you. We can okay. talk about it, talk about the story. Uh, cool. you you've been playing Breath of the Wild, which we've also talked about a lot. I know we talked about this game a lot. I just looked at my thing though, and I now have like seventy eight hours in the game, which oh, is you might insane. be more than me now. Yeah, I played a lot. Um. Yeah, I got all the divine beasts now. Uh, I did that. The, the ground Speaking up of time quest. Sinks, yeah, that game has like burned. Uh, I've not burned out, but like I've just been put down the back burner since. Get all the core everything. Seeds. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like that's the thing. This is it's a weird thing because this is the first. Ricardo, Ethan did say he wouldn't play any of their games until he beat oh, yeah. Zelda. With yeah. all the Koroks. Oh, well, that won't be long. I can, just, I can just go beat it. 100%. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100% with all the Korok seeds. Um, one thing DLC. that's interesting about this game is that, like, I play a lot of open world games, and I never really like any of them. Like, they're... Um, really? Like, the open world parts of them. Like, I love uh. The Witcher, but I think that's because the story is really compelling. But the open world stuff, I never really... I never really cared about it. I was just kind of like, oh, it's cool. It's like a nice big open area run around. Well, I'm just going to go straight to a quest. I don't care. Um, what I about never... Black was... Flag? Um, I, I, <laughs> I like Black Flag. I like that game a lot. But after a while, I just got burned out. Like, I didn't – I started noticing how everything was repetitive and all this stuff. Um, but the sea like... shanties. The sea shanties were cool, but you had to chase them. It sucked. It was so hard climbing wall. Like, I didn't – I don't really like the Grand Theft Auto games that much. They're okay. I – know why people like them uh skyrims and whatever i'm just kind of whatever like i I play them for a bit and i go this is a neat game i appreciate it it's a good game all right i don't care to see the end of it yeah i don't really care to i might finish the main story but i'm not gonna like mess around with it because i know people who play skyrim forever 
they played like all the witcher and they're like oh yeah, it was really quick and i'm like eh, it was kind of long but okay uh but for some reason this game i just keep looking back at it and being like oh i'm just gonna go just gonna go get some more shrines i don't know what's compelling me to do this so much more than other games maybe it's because there's a tangible reward and the reward is like okay if i get shrines i'm gonna get more hearts simple as that as opposed to like uh you know in the witcher it's like i do this whole quest and it ends up with like nothing you know it could be nothing or mm-hmm. maybe it's the fact that I know the armor sets actually do, like, really interesting things with them. Um, like, getting the lightning helmet was really cool. Like, I didn't even know I could get that. Um, the lightning the, helmets? The lightning what? helmet. The one in the, the Grudo helmet or whatever that that lady wears. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Thing. I didn't know you could get that, so I got that. I mean, like, there's a bunch of, like, just cool little things you can get um, that just seem to actually, like, change the game a lot more. Uh, like yeah. they either benefit you like I, that's why I kind of wanted to get all the divine beasts out of the way before I explored everything because they give you all the cool like toys and stuff like that that kind of change how you interact with the world um, making it better and I, I think that's just something that drives me more than just seeing like a percentage sign fill up because maybe the shanties are one of the cool examples of getting something as a collectible but everything else in Assassin's Creed it's just like you get these to get numbers up you know, you just yeah, get these, right. like, locations. Oh, cool, I can see, like, a little bit farther, I guess. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of another collectible is in there. Uh, I'm blanking. But, you know, there's tons of collectibles in there that don't really do a whole lot. But in Zelda, they're distilled in the, like, okay, you got shrines. Those give you this. Karak seeds give you inventory. And that's basically the only, like, collectibles. You got memories, I guess, too, counts as a collectible. Um, and that kind of, I guess, is the best carrot on a stick I've seen in an open world game is because everything you know what you're going to get, you know. Um, maybe the quests are kind of an outlier to that, but that's because some of the quests, they almost do like a uh, free-to-play thing with a loot box where it's like, what am I going to get? Oh, it's like 20 rupees for all that. Cool, all right. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, oh, shoot, I got like a ton of rupees. Or I got like this crazy armor that I didn't think I would be able to get before, and now I can swim even faster or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It... I think that's what kind of compels me, and not to mention that the dynamic systems of how everything acts with each other. So everything you get changes how the game itself, you play the game, like how the characters interact. Like, I didn't know you get the upgrade to stasis. Um, You could freeze people, and then you could build a lot, and then watch Mm -hmm. them fly really far. It's super awesome. Like, it's it's just silly things like that that just kind of let you mess with the game in different ways. They just give you more tools. Um, Just enough to... Not like break the game, but make it a little bit different. You know, make it a little, want, a little bit speed, easier. Have you seen any speed running stuff from it? There's no, I haven't. Crazy stuff. I, I did look up. Uh, I did crazy stumble stuff. upon one of those like weird physics breaking things where you mag magnesis. How do you say that word? Magnesis, yeah. Magnesis, Ma- like magneto. You put a box on top of another box. You magnus magnetis the thing below it, and you can just fly up as high as you can. Like that stuff's ridiculous. Just silly things like that. It makes this game just feels so much different and it's weird because like the game doesn't even like a lot of times the game looks kind of janky sometimes but then other times it looks really good mm-hmm. um uh, i just the... i just think it looking good most of the time yeah i mean i i think it looks good and then i take a screenshot and i look back at it and i'm like so jaggy um, yeah there's there's a lot there's a lot of jagged edges but a lot of jagged edges but i mean the art style the is art what propels is so that through yeah. and there are certain scenes like some of the cut scenes with the um the beast look really really pretty um i don't know man game is great i'm still gonna keep playing it despite putting 75 hours in which is something i've don't think i've ever said about a game before this isn't like a multiplayer game yeah like a, like a heroes of storm or something because you know i have reason to play it because friends 
social interaction, blah blah blah. But this is just like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep hitting away at these shrines. Like I have so many shrines left to do, and I'm so excited to do. I'm so excited, gotta get them all. Gotta I think that's the one thing I'm gonna how do. Many, how gonna... many shrines you got? Yeah, I'm gonna get, try and go for all the shrines. I think I got 65, 67. Oh, wow, so you're you, man, you've been really going straight for the dungeons, haven't you? Yeah. Um, uh, I have not done like as many shrines as I have. Yeah, I definitely, to. I definitely was like making my way really methodically through the areas because I, I've got like a hundred and something. Also, I did the dungeons definitely out of. I'm pretty sure out of order. Um, there's, there's no. Order. I know, but there's definitely like, I struggled with one. And, and then, then the I next played one another one. It's like, oh, this is like right the, this it. is like the easiest version of this. It's like a very similar one. Um, yeah, like, I mean, all the dungeons are a little, you know, decent similar to each other. Like they kind of pu- like it. Like it definitely feels like they push you towards the Zora one first. In yeah, my that's generally the easiest mm-hmm. one, I think. But yeah. which one? You didn't do that one first, though, did you, Ethan? No, I did. I did that oh, one you first. Did. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you did another I think, one first. I think just. What I'm guessing, I don't know if this is spoilers, but I think the easiest to hardest is like Zora, Goron, uh, Birdman's. I can't remember their name off the top of my head. Mm, Rido. 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 And then um, the Gerudo one is probably the hardest one. Right. That's the one. Uh, that's the. I did it. Yeah, I, I just went. I heard that the Rido one had an ability that made you. that helped you traverse areas better, so I went for that one second. Yeah. And I then, I went, then, I did, then I did the Goron one, and then. Yeah, that's the right way to do it, because I just. <laughs> The Gerudo one is just like, uh, my head. It's pretty good, like, once you figure it out, but it definitely seems like the harder of the the mm-hmm. form. But, yeah, that game's great. I love it. It's so good. I don't, that's why I haven't played many other games. It's such a good game. It's so good. It's, it's a very so good game. It's a very it's good worth, game. Worth, worth the Switch price. Worth the Switch of admission. I don't know. Nah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's one thing I didn't mention is that I played um I played one two switch with a group of people. Oh that wasn't, that wasn't just like me and Ethan drunkenly <laughs> playing it. Yeah. Drunkenly playing it. Um and it went alright. <laughs> uh, just alright? Yeah, I mean like it like, it, like cause here's the thing is I didn't have like the TV there and stuff, so Oh, were you playing I, on a little screen? So I was playing on a little screen, on so the, it was a little bit harder switch. to hear and show everybody what they needed to do. And also the games aren't as e- aren't as immediately like obvious as like let's say uh like we, we tennis or whatever wario where move, move it or whatever yeah Smooth so moves, i mean excuse for, me. for people who don't play games very often it was a little bit but once people started understanding how the game each game worked they were really they got into it quite a lot and it was uh everybody was laughing they just like they're very clearly a lot of some games in that collection that are just not as good as other ones like like the all the all the ones that last like less than 30 seconds are like the best Basically, so like draw, like quick draw, the quick, the quick, quick draw ones is, is the other draw one. one. The other, <laughs> the other, the other one. draw one. Um, uh, let's see. The, the like the ones you like rotate the 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 Joy-Con is cool or feel the, feel the balls. I feel those balls. There's <laughs> no way I can't not laugh at that. Uh, yeah, I feel those balls, and then. I don't know, Samurai uh, Training. Yeah, that one's all right. Like, mm. the, one that, the one that really is, like, not great was, like, the baseball one. It just takes a really long time because both the sides baby get three one. outs. The baby one's not good. The, the baby one, we didn't play that one, but uh, that, that, one's, <laughs> that one's really weird. Yeah, I rocked the baby to sleep. There's video of Matt playing that game, and uh, I've it's showed true. it to a few people, and they say it makes, makes them uncomfortable just seeing that game. That's <laughs> true. So... You'll never see that content on our site, so just letting you know. 
It's, it's a secret oh, to everyone. Good way to bring it up. It's, it's, it's a secret Anytime. to everyone. All right, moving on. What have you? Uh, you've been playing Overwatch, Ricardo? Yeah, just Overwatch? a little bit. I just want to say, I just want to say that I went back and played some Overwatch. I haven't played since October of last year, so I was fully expecting to like be terrible. But then my roommate was like, "Hey, me and our other friend are gonna uh, play Overwatch. Play with us." And I was like, Ugh, "We're gonna be bad." And then we played, and sure enough, we were not actually bad. We actually, we actually won uh, well, a lot of matches. Wasn't, it wasn't sure enough then if... if yeah. Uh... Uh, surprisingly, to there our surprise, uh, we weren't bad. And so, you know, that game is still great. I, who, who'd have thunk that that, that now, <laughs> uh, like a year removed from its release? Because the anniversary here is coming up soon of, uh, of Overwatch. You're removed. That game is still uh, great. What a good I game of the year. Nobody, still, yeah. still nobody wants to play Healer. I don't understand I, it. I, I still play that game about every week. I just don't, I just don't talk about it I, anymore because yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. I read an article that was uh, talking about uh, people on like Fiverr, some ladies on Fiverr who will just play oh, like yeah, Healer for that. you if you pay the money because it's just so rare. It's not even like a like a sex thing or anything. It's just like ah, oh, just some. Someone to hang out. Just play some healer because no one will pick it. Really? Yeah, it's weird. On the PC, I think or on it, it the, might be on either one. Probably on, on, on anything. On PC, I don't have I don't have too much trouble finding healers. And usually, I mean, I I go healer a decent amount, but I, I was I usually not that bad. I mean, I enjoy playing Lucio and Mercy, so I don't really care that much. But it's just you know some some games it's just like you want to play something else, and you know the the. You you lock in like a soldier seventy six first, and then the rest of the team starts locking in theirs, and you realize nobody's gonna play a goddamn healer. Nope, no one ever wants to. Yep. So, I get that for sure. And so you end up having to switch just for the sake of the team. But uh, um, yeah, that's uh. Yeah, I don't still, think I have that because I tend to main mercy. There you so. go. Mm. You you are Mercy's the, great. Uh, you could put your I money do, up on Fiverr. You know, it's, it's I, I do. I do really like how Ethan had to clarify that it wasn't a sex thing. I well, just wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sex I don't know. Thing. I feel like it could be. I know. I know. But with the internet, you have. That's not a thing with you. No, I know. That's not. I know. That's not <laughs> just like. But uh, yeah. So yeah, and actually, it's weird because like it's weird that you mentioned Lawrence. Just is that I actually Lucio was kind of my main guy before. But I don't know if it's some some balance changes or something that's happened. But I actually was enjoying playing uh, Mercy a lot more this time than Lucio. I don't know. It probably was just the mood I was in at the time. But uh, Lucio, I didn't actually play any of the new characters. Weirdly enough, uh, Ray played a lot. Uh, my roommate Ray played a lot of. Um, oh crap! What is it? Orisa. I can't. I, 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 could, I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, be, she's cool. I couldn't remember her name because Ray kept calling her Moesha. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, so, that's that's not that's not racist. So I was like, oh okay. Uh, yeah, but other than that, that's the thing. Is like I just haven't had too much time to play games, so I've been playing a lot of stuff on my phone. I've phone been games. actually playing a lot of the. Marvel coloring app, actually, which is essentially a coloring book on your phone. I mean, it's no shame in that. Yes, I've done that. We've seen, I've it's, seen some of that on Twitter. 
it's really really fun uh it's really really relaxing uh but i've also been playing some marvel puzzle, uh, puzzle quest which is a game i played actually uh, a few years ago a lot of and i just came back to it and that game is still really one of the probably the best match three like games of its type out there uh it's it's just a lot of fun there's a ton of characters you unlock them all at a decent clip and game is not necessarily shy at giving you uh like rewards and the amount of strategy and stuff when you're dealing with and like uh you know the superpowers that, that you're getting because as you match up certain colors you fill up certain super bars for your like three person team and then you can utilize the abilities and kind of the amount of strategy of like who's out and taking the hits and who's doing um you know damage to the enemy and what abilities they're using is actually kind of is actually pretty in depth so it's it's uh it's fun i like it a lot uh, that's cool but that's about all i've been playing this week cuz uh i i tried to play some street fighter 5 i played a little bit of that and it's I just not you know the game's not the, the most fun. the game is not the most fun so out there. What's making so. what's making it not fun? That's what just out of curiosity. Um, just like getting tired of like the way that the game is kinda designed. Like I really have found that I don't necessarily like the crush counter system. Mm. Uh, just the fact that anti-airs and stuff don't really exist. The jumping is so strong that anti-air is just not a great option. There just seems to be a lot of really dumb, uh, like one, like really dumb conversions that people know now that can turn into huge damage off of basically nothing. Like, it's just not, it's just not fun in in a way that I wanted, I was hoping that it would be. So I'm hoping that Injustice is uh, more of the same for from the first Injustice because that was a really really fun fighting game. But I just uh, Street Fighter Five isn't isn't doing so so hot with me right now. And there is a new character coming out, and I do want to play him because um, as we learned, I think after the pod, I think I learned after the podcast, or did I talk about it last? No, you didn't. Week that, you just told me that the uh, the new character Ed, mm-hmm. his he has no motions for his specials. His it's all based on multiple button presses or hitting a button several times, and that's how you do oh, all of Ed's specials. That's, so that's weird. That's really it, weird. That's not normal for like Street Fighter, right? No. no, it's not normal for most fighting games. So it's uh, really weird. I think the Battletoads what... guy was actually similar to that in Ki. Oh, in in Ki, I think so maybe maybe, but uh, it'll be interesting yeah, to not, see how he common. fits into the meta of the game. Uh, a lot of people are saying that it's kind of like making it. It's almost like another test run character that they're doing for the new Marvel game that's coming out because they're supposedly simplifying a lot of stuff for that game. But, uh, I don't know. I just am not having a ton of fun with Street Fighter Five these days, unfortunately. Got yeah. than Justice, I you guess. Still... I will. Yeah. I shall. Gotta switch over, though. Yeah, switch it. Yeah, man. I have a chance in Evo. <sighs> we'll and it's see. also a, it's also a game that's not a, like you know Street Fighter Five is like 
the game. Mm-hmm. It's like the one they're gonna have the finals at, and all you know that kind of stuff. If you play a smaller game like Injustice, you might have a chance of not. Let's of not getting go a little, crazy. getting a little further. Let's not go further. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> I'm not they going don't even crazy have, yet. They don't even have Grundy in that game. How am I even going to do? You just play Gorilla Groot. Gorilla Groot? Grod looks all right. They, I might play Bane again. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, that's enough. You of... barely adopted the Grod. <laughs> Maybe some Swamp thing. I was born I from the Grod. Uh, well, that uh, brings us up to Laurentius. It's been a yes. while since we've had it you on. Now, I see last time you talked to us, you were playing some squad. Mm-hmm. I see you're still playing some squad. Uh, uh, yeah, I kind of stepped away for a little bit, but now they came back with a brand new patch. And it's kind of invigorated the gameplay. So I went in that and it's gotten a lot better. So Yeah, what what makes it better in the new patch from the old one? So there are a lot of, a lot of things that came up. They've added mortars to the game. Uh, and so you have indirect fire. They've also added tracked vehicles, so they can put in strikers. Um, and they've also added IEDs, so it changes a lot of the gameplay. Um, a lot of asymmetrical stuff with, um, you know, mining something or, you know, going and suiciding, uh, which they don't officially support, but you can do it. <laughs> you, can just, <laughs> you can just, like, plant a bunch of stuff on a car and then drive in. Pretty much, yep. And then you jump out and and blow it up. So there is that. That's pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, well, the other thing I see on your list is uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. So I'm really interested to know what your thoughts are on that. Uh, so yeah, I played it when it first came out, and so it was pretty good at start. But there were, you know, the tale of the bugs. Um, <laughs> And they've had a couple of patches that uh, ironed did them out. You, did you personally yourself actually, you know, hit any of those bugs or? Um, kind of. I did run into a, a bug where um, one of the missions, kind of like a side mission, so it didn't really affect the gameplay too much. Uh, but one of the side missions uh, didn't pop up for a long, long time. Uh, and so I couldn't uh, progress on that mission. Uh, it's now ironed itself out now uh, with the patch. Uh, it has to do with the uh, the movie night quest. So when you go through that, you'll see it. It does look like there is a bit of a, a mission gating thing where you have to complete a certain mission before it goes through. Um, but a lot of it is like, okay, so I do other stuff, and now I can't trigger the next storyline of the quest. What am I doing mm-hmm. wrong? What am I doing that's, wrong? That's that there was a bug. Yeah. yeah. Um, overall, though, for the most part, I think I had one time where it just kind of crashed on me. But beyond that, it's been pretty smooth. Uh, the animations are a little bit, you know, not stellar, but um, they've the new patches have kind of taken that into account and fixed it up. Mm-hmm. And then you, you're a fan of the previous games, I'm guessing, right? If you're playing this, I one. am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think of this one, like, uh, like story-wise, beyond the glitches and bugs and all that kind of stuff? As as a, as a Mass Effect fan, what do you think? Uh, so. What's nice about this is you don't have to be a previous Mass Effect fan to jump into it, because I know that three games, especially the length of those games, is pretty intimidating to jump into. There are some nice Easter eggs that, if you know uh, uh, the original games, then you'll be able to find them, and there's some Easter eggs, but they're not like at all uh, necessary for understanding the, the plot. Uh, and it's kind of an interesting 
little throw into you know the brand new galaxy and go so mm-hmm. and there's some interesting things that come up uh with some some uh hostile aliens that come in and um an old like remnant civilization that has passed beforehand and kind of some of the similar tropes that happen with the proteins from the original uh-huh. but um you know kind of more flavored for this galaxy so when when we're talking about like characters do you think that the characters in this are as well written or as memorable or likable as some of the the ones included in uh in the original trilogy because the thing is is that that game had three games to develop a lot of these characters and so starting new can be a little bit jarring what do you think about some of the cast in this game uh yeah that's definitely a good concern um i would say that uh there's some pretty there's there's some flat characters and there's some really cool characters right yeah so um you know as when you're writing for you know 10 different people on the ship and there's so many lines of dialogue you know at some point like a lot of these things are way way longer than like long movies or or Uh tv series even like you can have more dialogue than this one in the entire uh, season of television so there's a lot to kind of keep up so um yeah i would say there are some pretty cool uh characters um i think a standout is a new uh alien character um that comes on the ship uh and then also yeah i think i've heard that that's one of the better characters yeah, his um, his story's pretty cool. What's their name? What's his name? Jal. Jal. Yeah. yeah. And he's so a species, he's a cool character. Yeah, he's a species that's not been seen in the previous games. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, that's one of the uh, species that's uh, brand new for Andromeda. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So how far? How far? How many hours? You say you're in at this point. Um. Hours, I think I've put in like 60 or 70 in there, oh, wow. and I've yeah. completed the main storyline, so man, I'm still cleaning it up. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you have so you have completed the, the storyline, okay. Yeah. I was wondering, none, none of us have played that. You guys, either you two? I mean, I I feel like I, I kind of need to, just because I was such a huge fan of the, the previous trilogy, and I'm still very much a Mass Effect 3 apologist, like... <laughs> I actually really liked that game and thought it was a fine ending to the series, but but uh, it was definitely I, yeah. You're right; it was fine. I don't know, like it, it, I've just heard such such bad things about Andromeda, and like some of the dialogue that I've seen seems kind of bad, and obviously all the glitches and stuff. So I just it it, it I, seems I'm like apprehensive, especially again when it's this is a year that has so many great yeah. games that are out to play that it just it's I don't I, know. I, if I think it's between that and room. like all the things I've heard or all of th- that have gotten like kind of middling reviews of that game are all things I loved about Mass Effect, and so it sounds like all those things are not as good, but the gameplay is better, which is something I didn't really care about in Mass Effect. Yeah. I was just kind of like, ah, oh, the gameplay is fine, whatever, I don't care. Um, but that's supposed to be the best part. It's like, I don't know if I really want that from Mass Effect. There's so many other games I can get that from, like, Zelda, which the story is not great. It's whatever. But the gameplay is awesome in that game, you know? It's like, I need to have other things I can go to for that thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, well, a lot of the criticisms that have come out from the earlier stuff have actually been fixed in the newer patches. So, 
like uh, there was a thing where you had to wait a long time to try and clear out any kind of system because you couldn't skip the cool uh, cinematic of it going to the next plant to plant to plant or object to object mm-hmm. to object. Uh, they've allowed you to skip it now. That's good. Uh, but that, yeah, that was a good like, like it would take me about half an hour to clear a star system just because it all of that now, time uh, that was in that. Do you feel like those. a little, I don't know, I guess cheated might be the right word, that these patches are coming in as you've already completed that section? Like, you already beat that part, and now it's like, okay, well, I've wasted my time doing this, and they've made it better. Like, do you feel that sucks at all, considering this isn't, like, an early access game? This is, like, a game that should be complete when they're patching in such big things? Uh, I would say, yeah, they should have released it, Um in a better situation, um, like the Blizzard approach to releasing it when it's ready and not towards a deadline, uh-huh. is usually the better way of development. But you know, EA doesn't work like that. Um, but it's good to see, even if they're rushed on it, that they're going back and supporting it. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, and right. there, yeah, and then there is a bit of repellability in this game. They're like, I'm going through it a second time as well on another character, just to Dang. see other stuff. So. I'll be able to see that stuff um, through in the second time. So, and the to be fair, like my experience wasn't really hampered by any of these issues uh, per se. Mm-hmm. So, because like a lot of it, a lot of it was like visual stuff, and a lot of it was like certain uh, performance issues that I never ran into. So I can't say that I've had a bad experience. I will say this though: when it first came out and I was going through it, I was spending eight hours a day on um, on the game. I would say, like, I was going to work, uh, coming home, and hopping right onto the computer wow. and not go, not stopping until like two or three in the morning, and then wow. going to work the next day. So, <laughs> <laughs> if that's an indication of of how much I like this game, then then that's a pretty good a pretty good thing about it. So, it was able to keep its hooks in me. So, right. Well, I mean, hey, that's a compliment to it, right? So, yep. Um, cool. Well, yeah, I I think that's the sort of game where, like, I think like I'll eventually check the game out. I just don't like like you guys were saying. There's so many good games this yeah. year. It's like I'm I'm kind of I'm like I'm like on the fence right now about Prey. Yeah, I'm even like, Prey looks cool. Prey looks really are, cool. People are singing its praises. I'm not sure. Like, I, I just like. I don't know what praise for me. Like, it looks cool, but yeah, I, I I'm saw not the sure part is either. Like, That's the thing. Oh, this is like Bioshock, and I'm like, ah, cool. I love Bioshock, yeah. and then I saw the part. It's like it sounds like DSX, and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe. I don't exactly. It's kind of it's kind of like in between for me as well on that one. So I've heard a lot of good things, but I've. Uh, but I'm on the fence, so but you eventually can turn into a coffee mug. I like the idea of everything could be a mimic, and that mimic can pop out of anything. That's cool. Until I'm sure the point where like it's actually only like ten things. I heard it was anything, like any object. But you know, we'll... no, yeah, but it it, it other... seems to be any object. But the thing is, is I know that watching I've been watching uh, Markiplier play it, and he you get like a scanner at some point, which makes the threat just, a little uh, bit less just, just because you can. Completely. Just because you can scan, but of course you have to remember to scan, and do, the scanner like really limits your view like of the you know the area and stuff so there's trade-offs there's trade-offs to it yeah well in that case if we've done with all the games that we've played so far 
Then we'll move on to the news. <laughs> and man, there's a lot of news this week too. Yes, yes, yes. Um, oh Ricardo, you're the one covering our ongoing story. Oh my gosh! The Zenimax versus John Carmack. John Carmack versus Carmack everyone scandal. else. This is not so. To be, to be fair, this this particular story doesn't really involve John Carmack. Uh, as, mu- as much, I suppose. I don't know. Zenimax, they're on there, a roll. They're on a roll. Was, they, have, they, they won. They won once. And they're like, we're going again. If there was ever like, think of the most vengeful like fictional character that you that you can think of. Like Zenimax is that character because they just do not want to stop until everybody involved with. The, the supposed the, the, the alleged the, theft of their technology. That's true. That the, the technology was their dog, and they are John Wick. Yes, exactly. And, they, and they're they're gonna murder Jeez. everyone. The technology was their family. They are uh, Frank Castle, the Punisher. It's true. So, so okay, so this is taken from uh, Polygon, uh, as usual. Cool. So. Um, Former id Games execs John Carmack and Matt Hooper formulated an attack plan for mobile VR that would eventually lead to the creation of Samsung's Gear VR while secretly working in id's offices late one night, according to a new lawsuit filed by Zenimax last week in the United States District Court for the Northern District of Texas. So, according to this lawsuit... uh. Zenimax claims that Samsung's Gear VR headset, powered by the international company's cell phones, uses technology that infringes on Zenimax tech and trade secrets because it relies on Oculus software. Right, yeah, they did did partner with Oculus to make that. So now Zenimax is going after Samsung. (laughs) I fight all of you! (laughs) Jesus Christ, uh... So how much are they? How are they? How much are they looking for here? How much money are they looking for? A bajillion. I don't a lot. Even know. Every money. I'm trying to find it in this article. The uh... fact of the matter is, is that having had success against um, Oculus and John Carmack thus far, do you think Zenimax actually has a pretty good shot of winning this one against? Uh, uh, Samsung? I mean, they could present the previous case, probably, and been like, look, look at this! We got money for this! And then <laughs> Look at this! Maybe the judge will be like, oh, okay, I'm lazy. I want to go home. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. Uh, I think they might have a good shot for it, but I don't know if they'll get all the money they're asking for, kind of similar to how they didn't get as much money as they asked for at the uh, other sure. thing. Um, I'm trying to find how much they're asking for, but I don't know. Oh, my goodness. So... They might not even have an asking thing in the. Yeah. This might just be a declaration of lawsuit. You know, it might not necessarily even be a. Uh... So where does this um where does this end like where <laughs> does the saga end? end at some point at which at what point does uh, the saga end and and what state do we see Oculus what, at the end of not, this? I think I I I don't know the, I don't know if this solely is going to cripple VR, but I feel like VR is already not like. Like what? Last year, year before that, everyone was talking about VR on every gaming podcast I'd ever heard of, and now it's barely mentioned. Like, yeah, totally. and, it's mentioned and, like a and side it's not, thing. It's not like it's not like completely dead or anything like that, but it's just really not. 
There's no hype around anymore. It's just like it's, it's here. No hype around it anymore. The stuff is and here, it's, and, uh, and it's kind of okay. whatever. It's it's decent. There's just it's there fine. was no there was no thing Software. like it's no games. It's, it's shown it's it's proven to be a an interesting toy. It hasn't proven to be anything more than than that. Aren't just VR video games right interesting now. toys though? Yeah, but Think they cost it. a lot less. That's a good point. And they, yeah. <laughs> they cost a they, lot uh, Microsoft less did announce they... their new uh, headsets that are coming out. And for, like, you get the whole whole shebang. They're inside-out tracking, so you don't have to put anything up on your walls, I don't think. Um, yeah, but oh, that's not... I, 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 I'm going to be very surprised if Microsoft goes in the game direction with their stuff. Uh, well, this, this, are, this, is already, this is already... This is definitely going for it. This one is. And it has to do controller and everything. Side. It got announced, but I haven't heard of it. Yeah, exactly. What, See, what? that's what the VR stuff's doing now. Yeah, it's it's about five hundred dollars. I think it's oh, shoot, it might why be four hundred. We talk about it in the news. What's it called? Uh, I put it on the spot. It's something put out by. I'm bringing I it. Up. It's by, by, it by, so I was just making a sounded point. Like, sounded like Luigi from like, Superstar wow. Saga. You're, you're saying a game based oh, VR thing is coming out, and we haven't even talked about it on this podcast. What kind of game podcast <laughs> I are know, we? Exactly. Uh, His uncle works at Microsoft. Yeah. Let me, let me do a quick, uh, <laughs> quick uh, Google I don't, here. I don't see it. Yeah, I'm Googling it. I don't see a single Microsoft VR console. I don't know what it's you're It's not a VR about. console. Uh, Microsoft new VR headset could bridge HoloLens, Windows, and Xbox. Yeah, it's, could, it's, could, could, could. It's not actually announced. No, it's out. No, about. it's out. It's not, not it's out. From it's from Acer. No, it's from Acer, apparently. yeah. Uh, Mixed reality, is that what it's called? Yeah, so it has a camera on the front. It's doing Mixed something reality. similar to... Uh, it's like a, it's doing something similar to... No, it's doing something similar to HTC... It's not as much of like a Hololens type thing. It's uh, so it seems like it seems like it's this is very similar to the Vive thing. Yeah, where, like, it's got a front they, camera like, on the they, front. Micro- well, no, I mean like more like Microsoft's not really making this. They're just kind of like, yeah. yeah, we got some software that will plug into our OS, yes. and then you mm-hmm. can, and then you just build the thing for it, and and it'll work. Yeah, I would like to return to my statement from. A year ago, a fuck VR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, for for a hot second, if anyone remembers, Ricardo yeah. was almost was almost uh, not was almost. There's not probably an episode VR. where I says uh, where I says, yeah you were gonna I buy one. VR. You're gonna you're gonna buy a PS4 VR. PS VR. I was, still have was, not you're really on the record as saying I still you were have going not really one. tried VR. It's not that great. Problem. I like the new ones. It's huh, good. It's, it's just there's just not enough stuff for it. I think that's the main thing. I, I like it a lot. I think it's cool, but yeah. there just has the to be point more is interesting I, stuff to it. The the point of the original question though about what's this going to do for VR? I think this is not going to help. I think this is going to like this is not is it like as far as Zenimax like just they're like trying to get as much money out of this thing without actually having to make a thing and sell it. Which is like the best way? <laughs> Which is the best because that way, if it if it doesn't sell, you don't lose anything. So like, it seems like Zenimax is not like like oh, we're gonna use this technology to start like making profits ourselves. We're just gonna like tr- suck as much money out of this thing, and then it'll die soon, and then we'll and maybe they might be thinking that. I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah. Facebook is very has tons of money, and they're very very bully on this stuff. So. Sure, but I don't think for I just don't think for gaming that this is gonna this is gonna take off the way everyone expected it to. Yeah. I think everyone expected this to be a gaming first thing, and I think that these are really. I think I, think, I honestly think Microsoft is on the smarter track with its whole mixed reality or or uh, augmented reality approach. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the technology is still developing and they get cheaper. And I mean, these 
these uh, Microsoft ones, the headsets, so are like $400 for that and a controller, which is pretty reasonable despite the screens being LCD as opposed to OLED, which might be not as good, but whatever. We'll see. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with this is that uh, the price has to come down on the actual hardware, yeah. and there needs to be a lot more content to drive the hardware sales. Yep. And exactly. until we get that, yeah. it's not going to take off. Yep. People will buy people will buy expensive things if it if they, if there's a value proposition there for them. Yeah, and also like uh, and also promised value because think about it. Like a lot of people buy PlayStation fours and stuff like that when they first come out, and it's like, what games do you have? Nothing, but you know, Nintendo Switch. Yeah, Nintendo Switch is like no games mm-hmm. on it. It's one good game, but at least that has one good game. That well, now Mario Kart's yeah, out Mario too, Kart, so. but those are all games you could get on Wii U as well. So hey, Puyo Puyo Tetris and. Yeah, but Puyo Puyo Tetris uh, is on other platforms uh, too. Uh, Tumblestone, those are great. Yeah, but they're but, no, no. But I will, I will argue, I will still argue for them on Switch because they are actually like I, those are good games. I was on gonna Switch. say, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, this is a little off topic, but I feel like a lot of reviews for games on the Switch are getting kind of like uh, a boost because they're just simply existing on the Switch, and just because the ability to take it anywhere and move it around like it's like oh yeah, man like, minecraft like, for the switch is the best version of minecraft and it's like being being able to play tumblestone on the switch was really fun when i was at the yeah. airport and i had and my plane got delayed by three hours so yeah that's true like it, i mean i see i see it but it's, i'm just wondering if it's like should we count that into like reviews of just being like yeah it's so much better because uh like my yeah totally I mean, yeah i, I guess yeah, that's that's part, yeah, I guess of, that's part of the it's part of the thing but i think I think I think it it comes from a genuine enjoyment of the console, right? If 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 the if the console was garbage, but someone was like, "But you could take it portably," so there you go. Like it's like True. yeah, but if I, I genuinely like like the console, so I genuinely want to buy games for that. Even though Tumblestone was on PC, and I usually prefer to play all my games on PC. Yeah, uh, I bought it on the Switch because like now I can. I'm going on a flight now. I can go on this flight and play this, and I don't True. have to like. Kind of gives you it's, it, like kind of gives you more bang for your buck. Kind of like. It's exactly. Like, oh, yeah, I have a P- I have a PS4. My wife has a PS4. We could have bought Puyo Puyo Tetris for that, but I bought it on the Switch. Then so now I can take it on the go. I can play, uh, you know, anywhere I want. I can take it to a friend's house. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Sure, that's just an interesting. Hell, the platform makes the review better in some ways. I guess it's always been that way. You know, like oh, this looks so much better on PC than those on consoles. Runs like garbage on those PS3 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes they have you know features on some consoles that aren't on others. Very you know very rarely, but yeah, that's true. It does happen. All uh, right, sorry for that, D-Roll. Guys, this is a sad story. Uh, Square Enix has dropped uh, IO Interactive developers of Hitman, uh, and currently they are currently without a uh, publisher. Apparently, according to a brief statement by Square Enix. Uh, Square Enix has regrettably decided to withdraw from business of IO Interactive. Uh, as of March 31st, the end of its fiscal year, Square Enix recorded an extraordinary loss of 4.989 billion yen, approximately $43 million, in costs associated with divesting itself of IO Interactive, including disposition of the content uh, production account related to the business and impairment loss of intangible assets. In layman's terms, in layman's <laughs> terms, it seems like although a lot of people liked uh, Hitman a lot, um, 
perhaps the episodic nature of the game did not necessarily pay off uh, fiscally for Square Enix. And it's such a bummer because that game was amazing. Yeah, that game. That's a, that's why it was such a, a, a shock when I first saw this. It was like, what's what's the reasoning? But I guess they just didn't necessarily make as much money off of it as they uh, it, it had projected, or at least in terms of the amount. Well, that at they least at least, at the least they're at least they're pitching it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Square is pitching it that way. It seems like right the, the, now Square is attempting to get uh, IO picked up by some other publisher, but there's no they don't they promise nothing in terms of like yeah, getting and that. The, and the other thing is too that 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 uh. Most people, let's say in this article, most people are assuming that Square is going to still own the Hitman license. So if they were developing a second season, they might not be able to use any of that stuff anymore because they might not have the rights to that. It depends on what the how this all shakes out, you know. Yeah, that's... Whoever, whoever, whoever buys them from Square maybe uh, will be able to buy Hitman with it. Who knows? You know that kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah, it's, well, it's... as as far as I can tell, I think IO Interactive has always held the IP rights for Hitman uh, ever since the first set of games. Because I don't think Square Enix published the first set of games, unless I'm wrong. No, they they didn't, but they bought they bought IO, and that might mean they own the rights to that uh, system. Sim- similar to how Bungie was the one that invented Halo, but Microsoft owns the rights to Halo, so. Yeah. It could be that, or they could have retained it. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to it say. Just, it, it doesn't say. Well, the the, the, yeah. the thing that is this that this announcement is it's very interesting too is that like they're dropping the they're dropping them, but they're not like they haven't sold them yet. They're just like announcing that they're trying to get rid. They're basically just trying to like drop all the things they owe on on IO. Basically, like they're trying to give an IOU <laughs> to IO. To we got IO. Em. Yeah, that's um, because uh, because because it's not like yeah oh hey we're selling this or like we're going to sell this is like it's basically saying like yeah we still technically own this but we we're 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 not going to soon like they're not closing yeah. down the studio either which is I guess the only good news out of that so someone could theoretically some other publisher could theoretically buy them and you know, maybe in that deal, negotiate the rights to uh, Hitman as well, depending on where the ownership of that lies. Uh, bummer. Yeah. Ethan, you really, especially with the big Hitman Yeah, I mean, I'm group. bummed. Like, I don't know, there's not much you can do except kind of wait and see. I mean, I think everyone was kind of hoping that E3 is when they would announce their Season 2. And the fact that they said, for now, back to making games on their official tweet, it's like, mm, it sounds like the second season might come, but I don't know if we'll see anything past that. Um, which is bad because they really nailed it with this game. Like they figured out a formula that works and made a super awesome, interesting game to watch and play and lots of good content. But I mean, making that content can't be cheap. You know, all those loose targets and stuff like that all costs money to do. I know it's not probably the most expensive thing, but it still takes people, you know, working on it to make those interesting contracts because got the VO and everything going for it. It's not like... Uh, just some guys highlighted in the map, like they change the map, uh, change the people around the map a little bit. You know, they make it a little bit more interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So I could see where this maybe didn't work out for them financially. Uh, I also noticed that this game went down in price really quickly. I know it came out early in 2016, but I remember people not near the end, around October and November, picking up the whole entire season with all the 
all the bells and whistles for like 10 bucks at certain points. So, I mean, that's pretty dang cheap. Um, the only reason things drop to that price generally is when they're not work selling that well, you know, or it's a single player game and they're just uh, the amount of money they're making is just dropping off, you know, because not many people are buying it. So, uh, maybe that just didn't bode well for them, but either way, like I was hoping that maybe the, the good press would maybe boost it, but you know, there's only so much you can do. I mean, it wasn't, it didn't blow up on Twitch and I think that's maybe the way to market that game a little bit more even though like there are a small number of people who watch it but i mean when i played on twitch i was surprised how many people would actually sit and watch my streams because there wasn't much competition um right there's a thirst for that but not enough people playing it because it is it is a bit taxing to play but i guess so is dark souls so what do i know you're right yeah it's hard to just it's hard to 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 tell ahead of time too what's going to be a big uh, streaming game as well you know what i mean yeah Exactly, and I feel like this game is super fun to watch, but I don't know. Some people just don't care about it. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like it's too story heavy, too much dialogue, not enough wacky antics. I don't know. I don't know what the kids these days like. I just play video games. Whoa, whoa. what are the kids are up to? I'll All tell right, you well, what some, the kids is up to. And some bad, something a, a different streaming game. In terms game of yeah, I was gonna say to speaking of blowing up on Twitch, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It's a huge. Th- Phenomenon, it seems. Perhaps you be. heard of it. Perhaps yeah. you heard of it. So Perhaps you heard about game. it on this podcast. It's a, little, it's a little game. Maybe you heard about it. I don't know. It's called Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds has uh, apparently sold uh, over two million copies. A bajillion million far. copies. Everyone on Earth owns a copy of Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Uh, half of them stream it. The other half watch. It's true. But as uh, as 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 brutal as that game can be, the seems like the game is actually doing some good because recently was the Player Unknown's Battlegrounds charity invitational in which they uh, earned nearly a quarter million dollars for the charity Gamers Outreach, which eases, which quote eases the burdens of hospitalization by providing equipment, technology, and software to help kids cope with treatment. So. Uh yeah, I didn't watch any of this at this actual invitational. I actually have not watched any uh players player unknowns battlegrounds except for just a very little amount on Giant Bomb. But uh it's just uh just a nice little story that uh it is a dumb fun game. It's good. It's a good game. It's got some jank. It's got some uh I I've definitely I've definitely had just as much enjoyment out of watching other people play that game as I have playing it myself. Although I you know, I do enjoy playing it myself, but there are some funny antics that happen. Yeah, I watched <laughs> I watched a uh, Best of Giant Bomb. Yes. In which uh Vinny yes. Caravella <laughs> attempted to get onto a two man <laughs> cart uh with Jeff Gersman <laughs> and who else was in the cart as well? Brad. Brad was also Brad. in the cart. He uh, <laughs> he attempted to get on. He fell off the hood, and Jeff Gersman just decided that he was gonna run him over. And then he ran him over. He was d- bleeding out, and Jeff Gersman went for another pass and just killed him. <laughs> <laughs> and this was on a team fight. Yeah, uh, they're on a he was team. On, like... They were on a team, and he just <laughs> did that. And uh, then... Vinny got him. Vinny got him back in the next stream. Oh, did he? I just know yeah. that Brad was like, wait, get his stuff. And Jeff's like, fuck his stuff. <laughs> and he just left. 
So in the stream immediately after that, there was four of them this time. They were all in a car together. And you can like lean out the car windows to fire. Uh huh. But but and then like they're in a car and they get and they're going over a bridge, which in that game is like the worst idea ever because it's just a sniping zone where everyone okay. will murder you. And they predictably start getting shot at immediately. I think Dan gets hit and falls out of the car because when, when you when you're in a car and you go down, you mm-hmm. go you you fall out of the car and go on the floor. So Dan's out. And Vinny does not lean out of the car and just fires from inside the car and just murders Jeff. <laughs> but, but none of them realize because all of them think it was in the middle of the firefight and just think <laughs> Jeff got shot. And and so then and, but then Vinny, you can see, like, because the stream was from his perspective. So on the screen, it's like, friendly fire and big red letters. It's like, you hit monster dunk. And then... <laughs> And then it's just like this slow smile on his face as he realizes what he did. <coughs> and for about ten minutes later, they were they were wondering how Jeff died, and he was just going, "Yeah, it's really weird. That's crazy. He died so fast." Yeah. And so. in, the mo- in the in the most recent stream they did today, Dan kept disconnecting, and they just kept so they just immediately would murder him every time he disconnected Disconnect the game him. and took all his uh, items. Yeah, I feel like I should. Uh... I feel like I should play. Yeah, Matt should stream play, that game at some I point. Play, I feel like I should watch some matches of that. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, Waypoint also does a series of that. It's Patrick and Austin Walker. Yeah. Uh, where they are role playing as father and son. Oh. <laughs> on, on Murder Island. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's on waypoint.vice.com. Um, we'll have to. We'll have to do that at some point, Matt. It's not that hard to do that. We can. To to to, uh, to to it's not that hard to role play as father and yeah, son. Yeah, it's not that hard. It'd be pretty fun, I think. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. What if you could take the Legend of Zelda anywhere? Wow. Other you mean than like on my Nintendo Switch. No, no. Screw that. That's in the past. This is in the present. Uh, there's a report that a Legend of Zelda title is coming. To your smartphone <gasps> or device. Guys. Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on what? What? What do you mean? What? What? Come I saw this being reported and every news every news site was like, <gasps> Legend of Zelda for your phone. And I'm like, let's think back at the phone games Nintendo's made. Is it going to be a Legend of Zelda game, really? It like, does, it'll have the title, it'll have Link. Does it have... have Zelda. What if Zelda is girl in it, though? That's a good point. What if Zelda is girl? Mm-hmm. It's not... I think it'll be a puzzle game? It's not... It's probably going to be a not, puzzle yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, like a puzzle, like a puzzle game. It'll puzzle and puzzle. Linkles? Yeah, Puzzle and Linkles. <laughs> Linkle up, yeah. Why not have Linkle start? Poyo Poyo Zelda, Poyo Poyo Zelda. Because because then who would she save? She can't save a princess. Why not? Because girls, I don't know. Because girls can't save other girls. Of course they can. That's what Miyamoto said. Mm. Those are my favorite kinds of stories. (laughs) (laughs) And then they kiss at the end. Is that what happens? And in the middle, and at the beginning. Um, I don't think this is gonna be a real Zelda game. Come on. Yeah, Come I don't. On. I'm having trouble thinking of what kind of game it could possibly be. Um, I mean, 
Super Zelda Run. 2D, like the, a 2D top-down sort the of le- Zelda? The, le- the Legend of Zelda Run is what it's going to be. Oh, what if it was like Super Monkey Ball but with Zelda, so it's top-down, and you like tilt the phone to move li- to have Link oh run at God. things? Super... That would be terrible, but I, I would take it. That would, <laughs> that would be all right. I could see that. Uh, if you, yeah. What if you play as a Korok? I, I'd be into that. What if you, Kor- it is Pokemon Go... Except you play as Link and you're <laughs> you, walking around you the trying, world trying to, to, get and... trying to find Korok seeds. Oh, no. Oh, God. I just gave him a free idea. <laughs> Copyright. Mail it to yourself. You can't because it's not your... Koroks are not yours. I know. I'll just make a fan game of this. Mm. I'll announce it, it ahead of time <laughs> so that everyone will, <laughs> everyone will be really interested. Yeah. I want people to play it. Oh. Guys, were you were you there the day Alan Wake died? Where were you when Alan Wake died? Like you mean today? Yeah, like where were you? What were you when it happened? I was. Do you remember sitting at sitting at my computer putting this on the on the document? Yep, that's true. Uh, it did go on sale over the weekend for like two dollars or something ridiculous. Yep, I purchased uh, it. I purchased it because even if I don't ever plan to play it again. This, uh, I, I love Alan Wake, so... What I, I did with the uh, Castle of Illusion had a similar thing, that's why I picked it up, because now you can no longer buy that. Um, so I also, I was also going to do buy Alan Wake, but then I remembered that Ethan owns Alan Wake, so now <laughs> I own You don't Alan have Wake. to. <laughs> yes. Um, so, if other people, if people don't know what we're talking about, um, so Remedy announced that uh, Alan Wake was going to be leaving, like, all digital distribution websites because of music and music license yeah, rules apparently right? the the licensing for the music included in uh alan wake it uh, it's it expires what? today it expires what? today which is may 5th the 15th what music was in the ga- i don't actually remember there being when much. i thought that i found this world alone yeah. There's a lot. There's, there's actually a lot of music. Uh, a, a lot of music really? in I I don't remember. It's that actually much. some some really great tracks in that game. But uh, yeah, apparently they didn't think to uh, renew that license, or I don't actually even or know it's how. Probably probably more so that those licenses are really hard to renew. Yeah, yeah I actually it. don't yeah. know how this sort of thing this sort of thing works because you know you have movies and stuff with licensed music in them, and they obviously stay in circulation indefinitely so i don't know if that's like a different i don't kind know of there are some contract or they probably have different kinds uh, different kinds of licensing yeah, yeah. yeah it's a different time of licensing there's it's the same reason why um like if you go watch house um you're not hearing the um original broadcast uh theme song uh, because oh. when they yeah when they actually broadcast it on fox um they had a certain licensing for the song for that but any other instances instance of broadcast, they did not have that the licensing rights for that. Um, so this could be yeah, a similar music, thing. Music is a mess. It's a up. huge mess. Like, uh, was it Friday Night Lights was one of my favorite shows. It originally aired with different music, and then for the DVD release, they completely stripped out all the, like the licensed songs, put this like generic music in, like generic like rock music or whatever for like certain things. And it's fine, but yeah. it's just like, uh, it's, and there's also the thing. Uh, like like a lot of the rock band DLC had like I mean oh, yeah. most of it most of it did come through but there were like some some odd ones that didn't and then like I just know that 
a big part of the whole negotiation. Every time they port that game or change that game, is is renegotiating every single one of their license deals to try and get it to work. So I'm sure it's just a huge, a huge hassle and pain in the ass. It's just a bummer. I mean, like I know, like. So what you were saying, Ethan, that, like, it's a bummer for, like, when, like, your your favorite show or something like that has this, like, generic song put in its place. It'd be really cool in a perfect world if they could go back and just put something in there so they could keep having the game be available. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, this game is now at the risk of eventually just falling out of, you know, existence, theoretically, if, if it's never for sale at Physical copies, man. That's why you can't buy yeah. digital anymore. Well, except you do get a download the digital version, so you have them, so... I don't know. Um, but but obviously it's like a what seven six year old game at this point. Mm-hmm. Like and asking Remedy to go back and do that is a lot, you know. Especially considering they're not a giant studio; they don't have it's true tons of resources to just go and do a bunch of stuff. They got to probably work on whatever games they're already currently producing. So um, I don't blame them for not being able to do that. Mm-hmm. American Nightmare is still on Steam and all the other places that you can it's buy it. So that because that doesn't yeah. that was made later it doesn't have the same that makes license sense. deals. It's just weird. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, you know, it's it's totally possible that eventually they could go back to it and cut out those things that are the problem, and theoretically, totally. put the game put, put the it game back, back on or something. But yeah, like I, the, uh, make it make it the ultimate edition or something, and then have it have less yeah. <laughs> stuff. I uh, I am a big fan of Alan Wake. Unfortunately, I was gonna say you should go out and get it, but today was the last day. So it's it over. is actually right now, as of right now, unavailable for purchase. I believe. Nope. There yeah, you it's over already. It's gone. it's gone. Got pulled into the lake. But if you want a free yeah, game, that's actually oh. that's actually the biggest disappointment for me. Sorry, just going on. Is that Alan Wake's story never got? It never really got good closure. Well, I thought the DLC closed off pretty well. Yeah, no, uh, not really. I mean, it's it still did, ambiguous. It, 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 it kind of. And then American Nightmare was a continuation of it, which we never played. Mm-hmm. Uh. But Ethan and I, I watched Ethan play all of the original Alan Wake and then the DLC. And that first DLC was bad. Yeah, it was. The second DLC was pretty good. But it still didn't, like, give a conclusion of, like, and here's, like, it's just kind of ambiguous. It's very Twilight zone I guess that was their point. Mm-hmm. But I think there was supposed to be an Alan Wake 2, and that never happened. Yeah. In fact, after this came out, I think, uh, like, the... That uh, Alan Wake was disappearing. I think Polygon did a an article where the you know Remedy showed some of the concept art and ideas for what Alan Wake was two was going to be. Um, and so there's some pretty interesting stuff in there, but uh, unfortunately, that likely won't ever come out because as he uh, as he talked about in. I think when they were when they first announced Quantum Break, Sam Lake, uh, I don't know what he is at Remedy. He's one of the big the big guys. He's the face, literally the face of Max Payne. Uh, he said, "You know, sorry, but unfortunately, like Alan Wake, one did not do well enough for us to you know make a second one. It just doesn't make sense right. for us to make a second one." Because the first one just didn't do well enough financially. Like, we all love Alan Wake. We know a lot of people love Alan Wake, but we just can't do it. So Yeah, it, it has to be able to support itself. So that's sad. 
I uh, feel like Remedy, and then, and then and then Quantum Break didn't really yeah, I was gonna say, set the world on fire. Quantum so. Break, I I heard no real great things about that. So, uh, unfortunate. They've got ambitious ideas. I appreciate their, I appreciate what they go for. Yeah, lots of bummer stuff. Except that maybe if you like obscure Xbox One titles, this next this final story is. Uh, Excuse me, not Xbox One. The first Xbox, not Xbox One. The first Xbox. Original Xbox. Uh, the original Xbox. Uh, if you like obscure games on that, maybe you'll like the fact that Phantom Dust is being re-released and it's free, free. as of tomorrow, I believe, the six, May the 16th. Yep. yep, tomorrow. Well, for us, when we're yeah. recording. Um, yeah, that's if, when you hear this, it'll probably already be out. This is weird Hell, because you probably have already beaten Phantom. Dust. They announced that today, like they're just like it's dropping tomorrow. One fan. Well, I mean, it, not yeah. They announced it was dropping tomorrow today. Today. Yeah. Well, here's yes. the thing. They did not. That, that had been known to be in existence. Yes, well, that's the th- yeah. well. Y- yes and no. Well, if you remember, I don't. It probably says it in this article, but uh, oh yes, yeah. okay. So 2014. They announced, I think, at E3 that there was going to be a like a brand new Phantom Dust. Actually, hold on one second. There's somebody's at our door. Well, hold on. I'll oh, continue no. then. Yes. Oh, no. uh, I'll continue. Uh, uh, yeah. Got it. So, 2014. The yeah, they announced there was going to be a new Phantom Dust, and then it kind of they they, like, they canceled no. it, and then they're like, okay, we're just going to make a remaster, and then it's going to be an Xbox One exclusive, and they're like, well, now it's going to be on PC. And it's also going to be on both, so it's it's been a confu- I feel like they got the rights to this or something. It was like we should make this. Uh, I don't know yeah. if we want to put all that money to. Well, let's just do a remaster. People play it because it's kind of obscure. People, do, I don't know. Well, is anyone going to buy this? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, what are we going to do with this? All right, let's just put it out for free. Uh, so I'm curious because apparently it'll it's got cross cross play, which is cool, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty got, neat, and I, I, it's 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 a kind of a cult classic. People who yeah. like it really do like it, like it a lot. It it, um, it looked interesting from I think um, when they first kind of were speculating that the remake wasn't going to happen, but that they were potentially going to be re-releasing the game. I think Austin Walker again on Waypoint did a very brief uh, like video talking about the original Phantom Dust. And it looks interesting. I mean, I don't know how well a lot of the mechanics hold up these days or, like, or visuals or anything, but it looked interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, I'm curious to check it out. I'm curious to check it out because, I mean, it's free. The very entry is pretty, pretty low. Um, well, we'll see. Now how much would you pay? Nothing. Absolutely oh. Nothing. Well then, good good news for you. You don't Woo! have to. It might have microtransactions. It sounds like for buying cards, but we'll see. That's for the multiplayer version, but at least the single player it sounds like it's gonna be completely free. Weird game. Weird, weird times. A weird been. game. Um. Well, that's all of our news. So it's time for trailer track. Trailer track. Y'all were early to talk about it. As you reflux the heartburn, y'all should try some Prilosec OTC. Get her done! I still can't believe that, that there was a movie. Medical recommendation. I can't believe uh, that one Christmas Medea movie I saw had Larry the Cable Guy in it, and he actually promoted Prilosec OTC in the movie. <laughs> that was really weird. 
Was that... Do you think that was, like, part of the movie, like, tie-in? Or was I that, like... I don't know. I think it might have been, like, he's on those commercials. Here's a reference to it. Ha-ha, that's the joke. Yeah, that's... Maybe. Yeah, one of that. And then Pryotex, like, was okay. It, was, he, was, he play, was he playing himself nope. in it? He was I not. mean, let's be honest. Does Larry the Cable Guy ever not play himself <laughs> uh, yeah, in yeah. a movie? You're right. That's, that's true. true. Yeah, no, I can see a, a, a writer giving him a bone for a reference to his other stuff, so. Yep, a send-up, you know, to your some, to some of your other work. You Give know, him a pass, some, man. Your, some, of your original, some of your original material. <laughs> uh, all right, well, first of all, we watched the end. Justice 2 gameplay launch trailer because that game is out now. By the time you're hearing yeah, this. By the time you're hearing this, it will be out. Ricardo, Ricardo's got it. He's going to go to Evo. He's going to win Evo. You oh, already totally. announced it earlier this stream. Yeah. Uh, Already already announced it. So. Salty. <laughs> get salt. Get get wrecked. <laughs> get bodied. Um, uh, this so this yeah. this was just uh, your typical. It's pretty standard to watch. Yeah, had that one song that that one song you know from from things. Yeah, it has you one know, of those songs. The pops. Remember the pop song that's been redone. I don't know if it's actually, it's actually a redone one or not. I think it's. That's just the original version of that song. Uh, you know the one. <laughs> you know the one. So this shows one. a little. The one thing that this that was interesting about this is it shows a little bit more of the story, which uh, the Nether Realm games are always have been really good with the with the story modes in there. Uh, so I'm I'm interested to play that just as much as I am to learn how to actually win matches online in this game. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of matches online <gasps> in games... Yeah. yeah. Tokyo 42 multiplayer trailer. <laughs> uh, my favorite part about this trailer was the informal copy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm just like, there is also single player, or whatever it was. <laughs> and then and then it's like, and then at the end of the trailer it just goes, okay, thanks. And that, <laughs> and that, and that's, so, um, had you had, had anybody heard about this game before this no, trailer? No, never. Nope. It seems neat, though. Like, at least... It looks really neat. It's on kind of a... It's, like, the, the whole of the level that you're playing on is kind of, like, floating in space... And it's very, like, uh, very basic flat colors, but also very lively. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe what this game <laughs> is. It's like a shoot. It's like a isometric shooter sort of hide and seek game. It looks like. Yeah, it seems like you can rotate the camera a little bit. So like, it's it looks very similar to like the kind of like flat color shell shaded of like a Hitman Go or like a Lara Croft Go or maybe even like a. Uh, yeah, like a, it's got like that kind of isometric view, and then you're playing as like these like cyberpunk agents. Maybe you're hiding as civilians. Maybe it's just a death match. It's hard. It's hard to tell. Yeah, it looks I, cool. I don't know. It looks, and that's the thing too, is that since it does look like there is some camera control, I don't know if this is local multiplayer going on. If this is. Uh... If this is online, I'm just I just don't know. It's very, a lot of questions, Seems but online. very. But yeah, but it's, it's uh, they didn't answer. Very a lot. neat looking. Uh, Pretty though. There's also a cat, tracker cat, tracker cat, tracker cat. He was a cat and it can run and find guys. I don't know. I don't know what the cat does really, but I assume it tracks down people. That's probably that's probably yeah. 
Solid guess right there. Looks neat. It's coming out for everything too, so that's uh The Switch. Oh ex- excuse me, never it's mind. Not everything. Not everything. It's not everything. Is it <laughs> not yet. Isn't it um like next year or like j- later for for PS four. PS four is like yeah. coming out in July, whereas July. I think the other two versions for Xbox One and PC are coming out maybe later this month. But uh Mm-hmm. Either way, it looks interesting. So, uh, I it has my attention now. I'm actually gonna see how this game reviews. I will check it out if it uh, if it is reasonable reasonably priced as well. Uh, meanwhile, in nonsensical trailers, Call of Duty Black Ops Three. That's the first part. A trailer for Call of Duty Black Ops Three content. Mm-hmm. Zombies timeline trailer. Yeah. Yes. Which is like, do you like vaguely mythical Cthulhu esque scrolling over parchment paper? <laughs> well, that's the trailer. Well, <laughs> and that's... too quickly for you to actually read what's uh, being slashed on the screen. Yeah, it's all mm-hmm. generic. Like the the Illuminati started there, and then the blah, 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 and then the. <laughs> Thomas Jones finds the 943 organization. Okay. And I it's guess. Very this... loosely. <laughs> and it's all very loosely uh, related to whatever you've played beforehand. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. do you like yeah. pa- do you like the past, bro? Do you, hey, hey, bro, I heard you like the past. You like the past? <laughs> I hear. <laughs> I heard you like history. So like that. <laughs> Gonna take you back to the past. <laughs> To play the shitty games that suck no. ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, the the so this is I think what is this advertising? This is actually advertising. I guess there's gonna a be new DLC for zombies DLC, mode? or like a complete DLC zombies mode. It's called Zombie Chronicles, I believe, is what it was. But either way, just not a very effective trailer because I don't know what it is or why I would want to be interested in playing whatever this is. Oh yeah. Nothing. So what is kind of an interesting trailer was a walk in the dark official announcement trailer. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. I was a little bit more interested for that before I saw the gameplay gameplay <laughs> yeah the gameplay didn't look terrible or anything like that but the intro is like all very dark and gloomy with this little girl petting this cat and then this weird skeleton grim reaper looking dragon thing and yeah then it's like a lot of that it's like it's like it's like a minute long minute and a half of just like panning over that kind of stuff and, and it does it, it does some interesting stuff because like there's a like a, a butterfly and then it gets caught up in like a puff of smoke, and then it transforms into kind of like a really weirdly like uh, like a gothic designed butterfly, but not like not like oh it's so goth man, but like it, it like the wings suddenly have gaps in it, and it looks like almost like iron bar designings kind of stuff. It looks it looks neat, and then it pops into actual gameplay, and it looks less neat. Yeah. It's ca- it's a baboon it's a baboon all over again. Yeah. <laughs> baboon too. Baboon. We've been we've, we've been babooned. <laughs> we've been smeckledorfed. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a word and I agree with you. So yeah, if you like playing as a cat 
who's kind of doing an endless runner sort of thing. It slash me, like. boy, slash me, Yeah, then yep. this might be the game for you. Otherwise, I don't know. Maybe skip it. Uh, in the meantime, Ad Infinitum official reveal trailer was... I don't know. That one looked pretty. That one looked pretty cool to me. Yeah, this looks neat. So I believe you said, Matt, that this game ta- and I think it's kind of obvious when you it's, actually yeah, think it's about obvious it. when you watch it. But it is in the description of the video it, too that takes place t- during World War One. Yeah, it takes place during World War One. It's which is a cool time period. And you are in this trailer. It seems like there is a soldier. He's lost in the trenches. There's nobody around, and then there's just also a spooky thing. But it's really well done, like really well done trailer. The spooky thing looks spooky, <laughs> and the concept of the time period a, and stuff is is Slenderman. It's a it was a horrible time period, so it definitely leaves room for a horrible. Uh, it leaves room for a horrible horror. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I will never play this game. But I also seems like an, inter- it's an interesting people. concept, at least. That Something. Will... Well, I mean, I just don't. I just don't play horror games. Oh, you scared? I get too I'm scared. the same. I'm scared. I get too scared. Yes, exactly. Yes, I'm very scared. Me too, but I do it anyway. So. The thing is, is it's like, and I've I, I've talked about this. I think with other people. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but like when you're watching, like I actually enjoy a lot of horror films, but I can't play horror games because in a horror film. It's like you're sitting there and the movie's just happening no matter what. Like, you don't have to do anything for the movie to keep going and progressing. In a horror game, you actually have to play it and oftentimes play it well to even continue and progress past whatever this horrible thing is going on. Yeah. I mean, that's almost why, like, Five Nights at Freddy's was such a good game to play. was because, like... Yeah, you're expected to perform well, and if you don't, you get scared, sort of thing. Which, at least the, the original one was like, it was a pretty cool concept for like that. And if, even games that are more like narrative kind of horror games, it's still like you have to press a button, you have to pay attention, you have to look. And I know this because a lot of times when playing Soma, I would look at the ground and then push forward. Oh yeah. Be like, I just don't yes, want to see. Man. I don't want to see a scary part. I don't yeah. want to see a scary part. Or you part. would turn around and look at the corner. Was, yeah. Was another. Go to move yep. from that, that I, I, playthrough that I remember. Yeah, too spooky. <laughs> but does mean I, I that, that's kind of helped a lot in me being able to play those type of games. You know, say what you will, but it helps a lot to be able to move away from that sort of stuff, distance yourself from the screen. So I'm like, I can't even do VR scary games. It just seems like I would die. I die. I will say right. I was glad there was no jump scare in the trailer because mm-hmm. that would have just like you know made me yeah, turn well, off the I, game completely. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I appreciate games that don't go for a jump scare. I I hope that this one is one of those. We'll see. I guess if you want if you want to be big on Twitch, you gotta have a, a bunch of jump scares so that you can so that all the Twitch viewers can come in. But like, it seems like it, it, the trailer, at least because it doesn't have one of those, definitely feels much more like it's going for like the kind of creeping horror. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That kind of more of a silent dread kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, the dreaded horror rather than like rather than just outright like boo gotcha like kind of thing. But how will I scream and get a million and then, views? And, yeah, and then like make a bunch of tasteless jokes. Yeah. 
How? You're, yeah, you're <laughs> right. It's impossible. It's a terrible game. Zero stars. Now, this last trailer is kind of sad. It's a uh, sad game. Sad. Seems like it's going to be a sad game. This is uh, Requin. How do how do we how are we saying we pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, you got it. Requin. Requin. Yep. Uh, it seems like a very small team. Very Poss- kind of, possibly even possibly one possibly person. One yeah, person. Possibly even one person. Where they just have voice acting. So yeah, but man, what if they were just doing different voices? What if it was what just if? reading? Um, I heard about this game. They actually got like a, a couple of good reviews on a few sites, including our favorite Polygon. Um, so I heard <laughs> our favorite. Our favorite. Our favorite. <laughs> is, that our, is that our favorite? I don't know. That's the one we always go for news. Um, but it has some pretty good reviews, and it seems like one of those games. Like, was it To the Moon? Was one of them uh, a bird's bird story, which are just kind of like small games that are like maybe like twenty uh, two hours long or something like that just tell like a concise story and like a very simple rpg mechanic type game um seems kind of in that same vein but you know as a kid with it yeah. looks obviously sick and he goes on adventures with his mom and like this sort of like reality thing alternate reality type thing um but who knows maybe it's, maybe real. it's real there's a bear that's there's a, there's a bear that's proud of you there is a bear yes. that's proud of you the bear is proud there's of some you artwork uh, the the bear portrait the bear looks very like kind of miffed about something and yet his dialogue says i'm proud of you yeah (laughs) so i don't know what to believe really it's all everything's gonna be okay that bear is proud of you and there was like a like a a big plant guy with a mustache and a in a monocle or something i don't know there was some pretty neat character designs yeah and it it looked like it goes it looks like a kind of like a story rpg kind of game i would Mm -hmm. guess um, and it looks, um, it looks pretty looks cool. Like it's entertaining. Yeah, that seems seems up my right up my alley. I still need to actually play To the Moon. I heard, I have that game. I still haven't actually bothered to dive into it. Um, Get a game and not finish it. Who what does that? This? Especially who not would me. ever ever do that? But what wins? What wins? What wins? Mm. What wins? Hmm. This actually is a little tough. There's a couple in here that I yeah. There's a couple were, I could pretty say. Pretty good. The real question is where. I'm gonna go with Tokyo 42 because that game kind of came out of nowhere, and just between the graphics and the interesting art style mm-hmm. and kind of the gameplay that looks actually like it could be pretty intriguing. I think that kind of yeah. won me over a little bit. Maybe it's just I, I feel like. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I'm gonna go with Tokyo Forty Two. Because I heard of Rakuen before. I read a little bit about it. I heard of Ad Infinitum. <coughs> Infinitum. Infinitum. Ad Infinitum is like the one that like I have the potential to be most impressed by. But I also it also that trailer itself. It was not a great me, trailer. Uh, uh, it, no, it's it's not. It's a good no, trailer. Okay. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Well, yeah, it's 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 an okay trailer. It's not, it's just not. Yeah, it doesn't give me enough to tell me for sure if it's the kind of thing that I think would be really good. So that's true. I thought it was a pretty decent trailer. It had that 
we really weird logo at the end. Yeah, uh, that logo no, was again, pretty yeah, good. Right? I, I yeah, about that. I think it's. I think that game has a potential to be really cool if it goes to that kind of like creeping horror slash you know uh, eldritch horror style thing. I really like that vibe. I just don't know for certain. I think I think I would go with Tokyo Forty Two as the best trailer on this list. Laurentius. I would have to go with Raccoon. Raccoon? Yeah, I mean that's I like that was that my one. that was my second my second option. And I would go with Tokyo forty two. Tokyo forty two. Tokyo okay. forty two. It looks really neat. I wanna see more of this game. I wanna know how it plays, what it is. I wanna know if there are what it be, who it do. I wanna know if there are other cats, if there's only track cat. What's going on? How many kind of cats can you get? Exactly. All right. Well, Tokyo 42 is the winner for this week. And that about wraps up the podcast. So thank you, uh, Laurentius, for joining us once again. Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, we'll have to. We'll have you on uh, another time, of course. I like I like um, Laurentius's moxie. We don't have to ask him to come on. He's just like I want to be on. I got stuff to talk about, and I'm like, yeah, all right, good, <laughs> it's good. Because we 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 honestly have too many things going on to plan. Like who's going to be on the podcast before like Monday at <laughs> five <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. exactly. We, we're, the, usually when we have Amber on, it's when I'm like, uh, Amber, do you have me on the podcast this week? And she's like, okay, sure. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. All right, good. Or she or and he's she's married to her. He has a contract hours. with her. So I mean. Oh, yeah. I have a contract with her, yeah. It's legally we have, binding. We have a contract. So you have to communicate You're with each other. You're obligated to be on this amount of podcasts. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That, that was in our wedding vows. Or you else you're in breach of contract. <laughs> and that's not cool. And I'll, and I'll sue her. Yep. Exactly. Um, all right. Trade secrets. Well, <laughs> yes. Trade secrets. Trade secrets. So, uh, she has to stop production of all of the Oculuses that she's developing. <laughs> all right. Well, that about wraps it up. Like I said, check us out on pixellegends.com with one L. We have a Twitter account, pixel underscore legends, and our Facebook is pixel legends. Check us out if you want to uh, see us on there for all of the great stuff we do. Most of this podcast every week, but also um, some occasional video stuff as well. And you can see if you oh yeah go on iTunes if you like this podcast please subscribe we would appreciate it anything else anybody have anything to add no uh, well Natalie Dormer has a role in Max Effect Andromeda really yeah I don't know any of the voice <laughs> acting or voice where, cast in that where, the the late game reveal. <laughs> 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 said it when we was talking about that. No, he had to hold on to that. That was our cliffhanger. Yes, find out as it was. what our re- Find out what our reactions to that are on next week's podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 